0: Hey everyone, welcome to the music podcast with Dave and Neil. Uh, We're in an undisclosed location. It's an outdoor venue, which is fun, uh but very stoked to be uh joined by Royal Blood, Mike. Buddy, you don't you remember this? We said this off air before, but this is your second time on the podcast. So, welcome
1: so back, round two.
0: Yeah, you had no idea, but that's okay. I'm.
1: Uh, I don't uh have a very good memory. Yeah, and particularly of last year. Yeah. I don't remember the entire year, basically. Well,
0: you know what's funny is, like, I I was watching that interview back, um, and you said somewhere in that interview for the next 12 months, like, we are just flat out, like, I don't think you even got to go home for a year.
1: And that was what, last, I think it was
0: last April or May. So I guess to summarize, how has the last 12 months been for you?
1: Yeah, very wild. We, um, it's flown by, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah, we've just been all around the world um, playing these songs, and uh, it's just, I actually, have, I've had more fun this time round than last time. I think I feel more, I've felt more kind of settled in the band and feel more confident in the band mm. than the first time round. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've just, I've taken it in a lot more. Um, it's been, uh, it's been brilliant. We can talk about the music in a second, but again, working off the last interview, you
0: told us. You had just come out from Coachella and your mum had hung out with Brad Pitt. Did yes. that happen again this year? Um, did you even go to Coachella?
1: My mother actually met Brad Pitt at Glastonbury. Glastonbury, sorry, that's my bad. Yeah, um, So now my memory shit. Um, that has not happened again. <laughs> cause, but Glastonbury hasn't happened again. Yeah. So who knows?
0: How, are, you, are you doing Coachella? Or did you do Coachella, sorry? We didn't do it, no. Yeah. You didn't get to go as a fan
1: even? Um, no, where was I? It was only like last week, wasn't it? You are probably in I was Brazil. was probably like <laughs> yeah. getting ready to come here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been an insane couple of months. You know, if, if you look on, you know, Royal Blood's Instagram, for example, like obviously you guys are in a new country, it seems every week, but as well as your headline shows, you've supported the likes of Queens of the Stone Age and The Killers. How has that been for you guys?
1: Amazing. I mean, um, particularly um, in the Killers show was amazing. We did one gig mm-hmm. with them um, in Peru, which was yeah I mean fantastic They're obviously a great band and amazing live show um, but the Queens of the Stone Age tour that was like that was a serious like lot, proper long tour mm. um, done a bunch of dates and we, we, we actually have some more coming up Yeah. Um, but yeah that was like a well, one of the most fun tours I've ever been on um, just in terms of like the shows are amazing and their fans are kind of embraced and accepted us and and so did so did the band actually and we just yeah we just had a really fun time yeah
0: as a support actor you get a lot of face time with queens
1: of the stones is there a lot of heavy drinking involved um we do drink yeah (laughs) admittedly i think admitting it's the first stage right yeah i'm doing well (laughs) um yeah i mean they uh it's not like we're the support act and they're the headline it's like to them it's just like one big party sure. you know? and um it's quite rare that you have the support of the headline act kind of coming in your dressing room before you go on mm. and doing shots with you and and they would watch our show Do like they ev- give you tips no they try and put us off oh, really oh yeah 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cool. Um I mean we know as well you a couple of years ago you backpacked through Australia, right? I did. So I guess I don't need to tell ask have you been sightseeing? You know the spots.
1: Yeah. I'm not Enough. an expert, but how, yeah. How yeah. well do you know the, the live music venues around here? Um Oxford Arts Factory is like mm-hmm. as far as my memory goes, yeah, I mean that's just around the corner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great venue. Um but I'm so bad with this kind of stuff. Like,
0: No, because I mean, this, this is what I want to talk to you about. It's it's pretty incredible. Like, last year you were here and you did that one-off show in Sydney. You did Metro Theatre. Uh, yes. And, yeah, to, yeah. and tomorrow night you're playing Horden Pavilion, um, which, again, if you're not aware, it's a much bigger venue. I've been
1: there actually. Yeah. I, I actually saw Queens played there not long ago. Yeah, that was there when and, they uh, played Splendor, yeah. I not think why I was here. What was I doing? Oh, yeah, we did Splendor. You were Splendor, yeah. That's <laughs> thing. There you go. It's all coming together. But is it,
0: is it That's pretty incredible right As far as like How have your Australian fans Responded to you in 12 months I mean you guys were here Last June Yeah And now you're back in April And you're playing Bigger venues
1: Bigger crowds yeah, How, how are you guys Receiving that it's, Yeah it's kind of Hard to get your head around Especially when you Kind of remember How far away You are from home um, And also for me Like Having lived in Australia For a little bit It's um, it, it kind of I don't know it feels it feels really special actually it feels like almost like a second home if you like because I did kind of live here and seeing like the band grow over, over here as well has been has been amazing and I don't know I just think I just I just really enjoy being here mm. I think I'm gonna move here I, be, I was saying to Ben the other day I was walking along Bondi and Bronte Beach and I was just like what am I doing in my life <laughs> I, need to, I need to be here this is amazing what were,
0: where were you living and what were you doing when you were backpacking
1: um, I spent a lot of time on the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. um, which was funny. Um, I'm a terrible surfer, so I didn't really fit into it, honest with you. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I just kind of, um, oh, I was like probably twenty, twenty-one, 21. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to get out of England like everyone does at that age and wants to explore a bit. And, um, yeah, I just I had a really good time. And I, I knew that I'd, I'd want to come back at some point, but I just never thought it would be... Mm. In, with the band you know, are there, are there stops
0: or people you you have to check out when you do come back to Australia
1: um, you know what I used to live in Chugan wasn't that Chugan uh, Chugan yeah which is like near Gatter.
0: okay no no I don't know where Gatter is that's the start yeah, yeah
1: so I'm definitely like gonna go if I get the chance like go back there and like try and find some some old some old friends <laughs> yeah see if they're like remember me
0: yeah I mean obviously last year we were here for Splendid this year you're we here for Groove and the Moo uh, another big festival, this time you're one of the headline acts. Have you have you seen the lineup for this one?
1: You know what? I haven't
0: seen the one for this one though. No. Shit. Okay. Well, th- who's the, well, there? There's Vera Blue. There's Paul Kelly. There's uh, Portugal The Man. Oh, brilliant. Um, Winston Surfshirt. Uh, TK Maiza. Who am I missing? Anyone big here? <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, this is another big festival, and again, it's it's really cool to think that last year you were on Splendor Card, and now you're one of the headline acts for in the Moon, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm amazed anyone wants to come see us, to <laughs> be honest with you. So, uh, yeah, to be um, included in that lineup is, yeah. is is special, yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: And I know, obviously, you've been touring the second album uh, non-stop. Is this way too early to talk about new
1: music for the third album? Have you guys even considered it? Are you, have you already started writing? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've started writing a little bit. I mean, we, over this whole campaign, I think we've had... Three weeks off, and that's including oh. like Christmas. So, do you go home then? No, no, family? not really. No, what do you do? I shouldn't say that because that means people <laughs> are going to rob my house. When um, was the last
0: time you saw your family?
1: I actually managed to see them two weeks ago. That's good, which is um, but I hadn't seen them in a very long time. Yeah, do they we get tend- bitter? Like, oh, hey, Mike, thanks for coming home, buddy. <laughs> um, no, they're cool, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I get on very well with my family, so yeah that's very good but again new music are, yeah. we, are we working on it are, are we I'm, I'm working on it yeah. yeah I was actually working on it before I got here as in like this directing yeah you? in my hotel room yeah
0: so where are we at in the, in the writing process are we just writing lyrics right now are we doing
1: it's I don't know It's just, I'm just slowly kind of getting it going and exploring at the moment yeah. it's, uh, it's early stages but it's very exciting do you have any
0: deadlines for yourself? Are you putting pressure on yourself to, to come out with something soon, or is it just as it comes? I mean, if
1: it was my way it would be out now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, who knows? Yeah, there's no. I mean, there's no deadlines. There's mm. no. Um, there's no rules in this in this mm. game. So um, it'd be great just to get get straight on it. I mean, our touring kind of finishes up um, in end of the end of June. I think we're kind of done. To be honest with you. Yep. Um, mainly because I I, was, I want to get back in, into new music and dedicate time to that Yeah. Um, rather than kind of being like here we are again yeah, <laughs> yeah. with do you, the same record do you, you know? just head back to the UK and just chill out for a couple of weeks even months I think the last show that's from Iceland So and it's on my birthday nice so I think the plan we're going to stay there for a couple of days yeah. and have a like treat ourselves to a bit of a yeah. Icelandic spa holiday <laughs> yeah and drink uh, what's that drink Brennivin? have you had that before never what is it? Is it like, is, um, it, is it beer? Or is it shots? It's um, <laughs> it's a schnapps. Okay, It That's has fancy. like caraway in it. Yeah, and it's lethal. It's it's truly truly. It's one of those like where you have like one shot and you're already belted. Yeah, it's like one shot and you you want to fight. Jeez, okay, And well, then you do
0: drink responsibly, people. But it's I mean, what what do you do as far as like getting your downtime in? Do you get to
1: stay in touch with what's going on? Do you Netflix a lot? Um I'm not that in touch with anything. I like to cook, that's like my yep. thing. Okay. So like my favourite thing to do when I go home is go and buy loads of seafood and then like just cook all day. Yeah. Do you
0: cook here?
1: Can you cook here? I there's no there's no there's no way for me to kind of <laughs> just knock on the hotel doors, that. yeah. Just walk downstairs. That would be good. Yeah. I do miss it. That's the I, I think it's the independence thing I miss, you know. Mm. It's um when you're on when you're on tour you kind of become an idiot because 'cause you're always just being like following someone and being told where to go and hmm. everything's on a schedule. So you kind of remember like the first time I went to an airport on my own the other day, I was like, "What do you do again? <laughs> it's like, like a child. I'm a With the whole child. the whole yeah. the check-in service, get the sticky tape. Yeah, I lost suitcase. all of those. skills. Yeah. I, I was like um, elf in, in New York, you know. <laughs> Will
0: Ferrell movie, very funny yeah. movie. It, but is it is it surreal for you now? I mean, like obviously we, we joke about going to like an airport, but you know you did backpack through here, and now you're here as a as a touring musician. Is that a, a pretty weird feeling when you look around? Like you know there are plenty of hostels around the city, and you think, holy shit, a couple of years ago I was in this. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I count myself pretty lucky to be honest with you. Um, You know, most people don't even ever get to come here. So, Mm. um, yeah, I mean, um, it's the same. Whenever we do a show, I'm yeah, I'm I'm kind of. It always trips me out, and never it doesn't get old. Mm.
0: Um, I guess from here on out, now now that you're you're wrapping up in June, uh, you're talking about writing some new music. Is this
1: is this the game plan for the next eighteen to two years? Just write, record. Yeah, I mean, like no one's telling me to do this it's just like what I love doing you know and um, I think I think there's something quite inspiring about touring actually that kind of feeds into music and makes I, I basically like I, I want to write more music so I can stay on the road because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this, this is what I, we love playing live and I think so touring doesn't get draining for you? um no no it's, wow. I just I, I, I love doing it you know yeah. um and the the premise of our band really is to play live. I think records we make the first two albums. I I I believe that really the purpose they serve is that you come and see us. It kind of gets you into the show. Sure, it's like a gateway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is. I mean, I've, we've always loved playing live and together. So um. Yeah, to get to like live your life like this and make it a part of what you do is like. I never think of it as touring or a job I just Mm. think I'm getting to do what I love every day sure touching on the
0: on the new music as well do you give yourself expectations because obviously the first two albums have been really well received we all know the Royal Blood sound now are you you kind of sticking to that trend or are you going to chuck a Jared ladder
1: and bring out an an electro album Um, I'm uh, the place at the moment is like it's weird for us like I think this kind of success we had on our debut album is the kind of success like most bands have like on their third or their fourth if it happens Mm -hmm. so we're kind of in a rare situation where not only were we faced with the difficult second album but also it was off the back of like a freaky freakishly successful debut so i think through the process of making and recording the second one i kind of realized like you can't, you get to a T junction, I think, where you go, I'm either gonna make music for myself or I'm gonna try and appease these expectations of of the people that follow us now and are fans of us. And um I'm just more on the side of making it for myself really and and that's what we did on on that lot on this record. And I think now that it's done and it's made, this next record is gonna be like the most indulgent <laughs> record we've ever made. I think it's going to sound. It's I always like to say to myself, like if you, if you were, if I was sixteen again, like what record? And I had like the knowledge I have now, and I was the same musician I am now. Mm. Like what would I do? What would I make? And I think that's the kind of record I'm going to make next.
0: If we're if we're thinking about sixteen year old Mike, then who are your inspirations? Like you know, as far as an album that you want to hear, an artist that you would
1: aspire to sound like is there a particular sound there's so much i love i mean i'm just i love music really in general so it's it would probably be dodgy if i invited all of those things in but i mean i i grew up playing the piano and for me like the beach boys and queen and t-rex i like yeah they're like in my veins you know so maybe it's going to sound like the three of those things combined.
0: But we're never going to expect a, a full-on hard-out dubstep electro royal
1: blood album. That just—I mean—that <laughs> it doesn't—that doesn't really move me. Yeah. You know, that's not what really gets me going. Yeah. You know, I think we definitely have like our own sound, which which um, is cool. You know, um, but there's also a point where I, I, I hate the idea of becoming a kind of cartoon of mm. myself. And, and being, I hate the idea of someone being like, his like good old raw Blood.
0: Yeah, sure. You know,
1: like, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know? So I think um, it's, that's why evolving is so important. You well, know? I think
0: that's what, you know, speaking before about Queens of the Stone Age, they did that really well with their latest album. Like, you know, it was kind of described as a more dance album. Like, it, I mean, it wasn't dance music, but it was about as dance as rock can get. And obviously they worked with Mark Ronson, mm-hmm. uh, are working with people that are outside that comfort zone, always an option.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really healthy way to be creative and and progress because it's a it is about being uncomfortable. You know, I I felt kind of uncomfortable making the, our debut record. You know, mm. I, I didn't I didn't really like singing. I felt uncomfortable hearing my own voice. Mm. Um, I'd never really performed in front of anyone singing before when it when it first started. I mean. Um, how quickly do you get over that because you know you're performing in front of thousands of people a night now. yeah I mean I had a crash course in that <laughs> do you still get nerves or anxiety before you hit the stage or is it just now it's just easy um, I wouldn't say nerves I do I mean there's always an excitement and uh, an energy before going on stage but yeah nothing kind of crippling
0: yeah well Mike thanks so much for coming by thank you um, good luck with Groove in the Moon good luck with the headline shows thanks a um, lot. check out the gig guide for all the dates uh,
1: Mike thanks so much man nice one